the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, if you want a story to get headlines, releasing it on the Friday before the Super Bowl is not the time to release it, uh, because the story will get buried. And hence, what could become uh, one of the biggest stories in the history of politics and of our nation uh, is not getting much run on network broadcasts over the weekend, certainly not this week. It conflicts with what the elite media wants you to believe. They have wanted you to believe, since Donald Trump came down the escalator at Trump Tower to announce his run for president, that Donald Trump was a Russian pawn, that Donald Trump uh, won the 2016 presidential election because of Russian interference, even though that has been debunked by a long and expensive investigation, independent investigation, by Robert Mueller. But it turns out that Donald Trump was right about everything he said about his campaign being spied upon. And it turns out that he was right that his campaign was spied upon by the Clinton campaign. And that the Clinton campaign, in what can only be described as the most naked and illegal lust and grab for power ever, tried to set a trap, finance the setting of the trap, then leak details of the trap, and sit back and reap the benefits of their criminal enterprise. That is what the latest revelations from John Durham's investigation of the origins of the Trump-Russia situation seem to show. Now, we've had a few guys indicted so far, but we, over the uh, late on Friday, got the details that a lot of people thought were coming, but just kind of sounded like a pie-in-the-sky Republican conspiracy theory until Durham fleshed it out. Now, this can get very complex and very difficult to follow, particularly when it's not in printed word and you can't go back and follow it. So basically, what I'm going to do is lay out what happened. The Clinton campaign paid cyber experts to hack into the Trump campaign and Trump Tower, Donald Trump's business venture, to create bogus evidence that there was communication and a relationship between Donald Trump and the Russians, his campaign, his business venture. They tried, and it's a little bit similar to the whole FBI investigation of 
parents as terrorists going to school board meetings, right? How did that come about? How did Merrick Garland get to the point where he stood up and said, you know, we're going to investigate these parents because this is uh, domestic terrorism? Well, the way that came about was the Justice Department reached out to the teachers' unions, encouraged the teachers' unions to write the Justice Department a letter saying, hey, we feel like we're being targeted by parents. Can you help us, please? And then the Justice Department gets the letter and they go, ah, we have to come to the aid of these poor school board members and these poor teachers. They're being assaulted by parents. They're being threatened. They're being scared. They created the situation they then committed to investigate. They created the situation that gave them license to investigate. So with the Clinton campaign and Trump, they didn't just plant evidence. They went in to create evidence. And then they leaked the existence of the evidence they created. And then they went on social media and said, wow, there sure is a lot of evidence that Donald Trump is a Russian pawn. And they didn't stop once he was president either. They continued to surveil him electronically, and they continued to conspire against him electronically while he was the sitting president of the United States. Now, I just ask this simple question. If they are so shameless and so insatiable in their lust for power, that they would surveil the campaign of a presidential candidate and they would not stop trying to hack into his computers to set up bogus phony evidence against him while he's the president of the United States, while he is the commander-in-chief of the U.S. Armed Forces, while he is the most powerful person on the face of the earth, do you believe that such people would then be beneath cheating to steal the next election so that they would have the power, so that they wouldn't have to bother with hacking a candidate they didn't approve of because they had gamed the system to get a president they do approve of. That's just a rhetorical question I'm asking. It would seem to me that if you're willing to do the first one, the second one would be child's play. Wouldn't be as big a hurdle to get over in the, are we really sure we want to do this sweepstakes? Because once you've done it to a sitting president, stealing a presidential election seems like much smaller potatoes to me. John Ratcliffe was the uh, director of national security under Donald Trump. Uh, Here he is talking about the creation of the scam that has brought Hillary Clinton a lot closer to what I thought Trump was kidding about. When he said at a presidential debate, if I was president, you'd be in jail. So what John Durham's pleading talks about is that Hillary Clinton's lawyer, Michael Sussman, took this information from the tech executives um, and pitched it to the FBI as evidence um, uh, of uh, Trump-Russia connections that simply weren't true and that the lawyer, Michael Sussman, and the tech executive knew not to be true. So they have a tech executive that they hire to plant 
create phony evidence. Then Hillary's lawyer, Michael Sussman, gets it. And another name you're going to hear about is Mark Elias. He's a big attorney for the Democratic National Committee. These two guys go to the FBI and go, look, look, look what we found. Look at Trump, this evil Trump. You've got to investigate this guy. Oh, and then super cop James Comey and <laughs> Andrew McCabe say, oh, yeah, sure, okay. Here's more from John Ratcliffe on uh, how far this may go. Who else is in the crosshairs? This pleading uh, alleges uh, or alludes to a conspiracy, meaning two or more people in furtherance uh, of a crime. And anyone that was aware that this campaign plan was going to be falsely pitched to the FBI or the CIA or law enforcement or intelligence authorities would be... uh, subject to criminal prosecution for any number of uh, uh, criminal crimes, uh, mail fraud, wire fraud, uh, lying under oath, congressional testimony, false testimony to prosecutors, all of those things. So it could go uh, broadly and deeply. I think it does based on intelligence that I have seen and that I discussed uh, with John Durham. Now, you got to keep two Johns separate, okay? John Durham is the good guy. He's the guy who's, you never hear from him, right? He never talks to anybody. He's the scowly, white goatee, bald hair guy. John Brennan, no goatee, but balding as well. The former head of the CIA, bad guy, on CNN all the time, talking about the evils of Trump. So John Durham, good guy. John Brennan, bad guy. John Brennan, while he was the head of the deep state, came to the White House to meet with Barack Obama and Joe Biden after Trump had been elected president. You might remember the famous Steele dossier, the report of Trump cavorting with Russian prostitutes. This was part of the ruse. This was part of the narrative. Oh, look at Trump. He's over in Moscow cavorting in hotels with prostitutes, getting Trump Hotels built, deepening his relationship with Vladimir Putin. Except you know now, because Robert Mueller's investigation showed it, that that whole thing was made up. The dossier was fabricated. The dossier was paid for by the Clinton campaign. That we all know, that's not even up for debate anymore. So they created this phony document. They falsified documents at the FBI. They got the FBI to investigate it. Brennan goes to the White House and he talks to Biden and Obama. Well, John Ratcliffe, the guy you just heard from in the soundbites, was there at the time. And he will have the details on what went on at that meeting next on The Bruce Hooley Show. So this should be a blockbuster story. It is if you watch Fox, OAN, Listen to Megyn Kelly, Ben Shapiro, any of conservative podcasting's biggest stars out there. It's very complex to try to explain it in a radio environment, but everything that Donald Trump alleged, and Trump is an exaggerator. He's a, he's a gi- gigantic exaggerator. Everything that Trump ever did is the best, the hugest, the biggest. So when Trump says, 
you know, they were hacking my campaign. People go, eh, maybe, yeah, maybe no. Who knows? But we just all know Trump's a big exaggerator. Well, he wasn't wrong. The um, very detailed, ponderous, lengthy investigation of John Durham into the origins of the Trump-Russia collusion lie, proven by Robert Mueller, a Democrat, proved as a lie, not true. So, okay, we wasted a bunch of money. We wasted a bunch of time. We had a bunch of government officials, including Adam Schiff and others, make all these pronouncements about Trump being a Russian cat's paw. We should get to the bottom of where that came from so that we don't ever have it happen again. That's why John Durham was appointed to get to the bottom of it. And he has been progressively looking deeper and deeper and deeper into the Clinton campaign. And Michael Sussman, an attorney, was indicted a few months ago. He didn't make a whole lot of headlines. He denied it. Nothing to see here. And it's really beyond our frame of reference for what someone would do to become the president of the United States, to think that they would be so bold as to spy on not just a presidential campaign, but to create fabricate a bunch of lies about a person who runs for president and gets elected president of the United States being a Russian effectively double agent. That's what the Clinton campaign first alleged about Trump. Okay, things get said in political campaigns all the time. They get exaggerated. That was, you know, pretty crazy. But they were successful enough at it to get Jim Comey and Andy McCabe and some others to look into it. Their hatred for Trump blinded them to the truth, we thought. Now we know different. Now we know from John Durham's investigation that the Clinton campaign paid cyber experts to go in and create a false trail of electronic communications and links between Trump and Russian interests, maybe even Vladimir Putin. And then, once they created that with a cyber expert, the attorneys for the Clinton campaign, Sussman, Mark Elias, took their fabricated information, evidence of it, to the FBI. And the FBI, run by Jim Comey, McCabe, Democrats, Clinton loyalists, said, oh, wow, we got to investigate this. Look, 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 there's a dossier here from Christopher Steele. It says uh, Trump was uh, partying with prostitutes in Moscow, doing unspeakable, immoral things with prostitutes in Moscow. We can't have a president of the United States who's literally and figuratively in bed with Russia. Well, now we know that this is all made up, made up stuff. So John Ratcliffe was the director of national intelligence, and he was in on this because when there's a transition of power, you have Trump coming in, you have Obama-Biden leaving, FBI supposed to be neutral. Ha! Wouldn't that be neat if we could get back to those days? FBI comes over. You got to brief Trump. You got to brief the Trump people who are coming in. The Obama people know it, so you got these like weird, uncomfortable meetings between sides representing each. So Ratcliffe was in on these conversations. He 
of course, then with the Trump administration was like seeing all these wild headlines and hearing all this made up stuff the FBI was alleging, which came straight from the Clinton campaign, financed by the Clinton campaign. So John Radcliffe goes on Fox today and he's asked, are there going to be more indictments, bigger names that we recognize besides Mark Elias, who, you know, he's known in Democratic circles because he's a Democratic National Committee attorney, but he's not really the big name. The big names, hmm. I mean, pick one. Huma Abedin, Hillary Clinton. Are there more indictments coming? Here's John Ratcliffe's thought on that. I think they should be. I, I, I say that uh, that, and I, uh, I've been saying there'd be indictments before there were any. And, and the folks that have been indicted, uh, uh, that does relate to intelligence that I shared with John Durham. And based on more intelligence that has not yet been declassified, I would expect there to be, um, frankly, uh, quite a few more uh, indictments. I think this conspiracy, and I do think there was a criminal conspiracy, um, uh, is is broad and, and deep. And I hope that, uh, you know, obviously John Durham is moving carefully, um, but I would expect and anticipate, based on the intelligence that I've seen, that there would be uh, quite a few more indictments relating to this. Now, in my opinion, the Republicans need to slow play this so that they don't get accused in advance of the midterms of wanting to be elected to the majority so that they can exact political revenge. But Ratcliffe was at the meeting at the White House where John Brennan, head of the CIA, came over, and he had the bogus report about Trump and the prostitutes. So Obama, Biden, Trump, Ratcliffe, in the meeting, what went on at the meeting? He briefed President Obama and Vice President Biden and uh, other members of the national security team about this specific intelligence um, that John Durham now has uh, about a Hillary Clinton plan to uh, falsely accuse and vilify Donald, Donald Trump with a, a scandal. Uh, and the discussion uh, around that and, and whether or not uh, it was good intelligence. And so everything that that happened after that, Bill, is is one of the reasons that John Durham is investigating. Bill Barr, John Durham, and I, all looking at this intelligence, agreed that there was not a proper predicate to open a criminal investigation into the Trump campaign, yet that happened. So those are the issues that, that John Durham is looking at, you know, and I, uh, and I think there'll be many more. I, I would expect there to be quite a few more indictments uh, because of that. There was not a proper predicate to begin that investigation. Okay. John Durham has said that publicly already. Hmm. Getting interesting, isn't it? Did you catch who was in that meeting? Our current president was in that meeting. Our current president, Joe Biden, was in that meeting. Of course, you know, you ask him anything now. Whether it's about Afghanistan withdrawal or supply chain, inflation, southern border. Oh, nobody, nobody told me that. I don't remember that. I don't have any recollection of that. You agree with that? No, I don't agree with that. Because nothing's his fault ever. He's not responsible for anything. So this will be some sand in the old Democratic oyster. Not that they need any more. It's already uncomfortable enough in there with their lousy inflation numbers and what's going on in Ukraine. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.